Sounds good. It sounds great. And then I, I, this is a good mic where to, if you notice, like. Yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean back so it's not too loud. No, no, no. Get in there. No, uh, get in I, there. I shout to start. Okay, however you do it, I'm here. This is the Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. Hosted by Christian Blatt. I'm back. I'm So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Black. Welcome to the Blackcast live from New York. It's not live, but it is from New York. And I am in, I'll say studio with Thomas J. Kelly. It is his apartment, the palatial Upper West Side apartment that you've been here for quite a while. Uh, Tom Kelly, comedian Tom Kelly. Yay, way. me! The Tom Kelly Show. Uh, I, By the way, yeah, since we argued about this on my podcast last week uh, or two months ago. It was like a day ago, yeah. Okay, since we argued about this, I'm getting my plugs out of the way early so we don't forget. I, I plug at the beginning and the end. I think that that's the, the, the civilized way to do it. I, okay. The initial plugs are to let you know who the person is. Mm-hmm. I listen to some shows sometimes, and if you're just listening and not watching, you actually don't know who the guests are until you, you know, they don't say, and here's so-and-so. So I like to say, here's Tom Kelly. You may know him from his past appearances on the Blackcast, but more likely you know him from the Tom Kelly show. And, of course, Nighttime with Tom Kelly. <laughs> Quinnipiac. If you're one of my five college friends. Yeah, right, exactly. So, uh, you know, and, and I didn't have a uh, late-night talk show in college. What I, was your thing in college? Uh, well, I had the improv comedy group, the Humorists, the Hugh Marists. You know a few of them. Yeah. Uh, you know uh, John Murray, Mark Montgomery, and you may know others, but those are the two that immediately come to mind. Uh, let's see. And I wrote a humor column for The Circle, the uh, not Sammy Hagar's band, but uh, The Circle was the Marist College campus newspaper. And what else did I do? Oh, of course, very on brand. I worked for the college radio station. So I had some shifts there. A, a story I heard about a guy who's the EP of The View now, Brian Tedda. He told this story very freely, that he had a crush on a girl who used to read horoscopes. So he, as the editor of the college newspaper, wherever he went to school, mm-hmm. would edit Gemini so that it really kept giving her hints to go start dating him. Oh, nice. I like that. <laughs> that's fantastic. I love that. That's like, that's a, there's like a romantic comedy building. Be around open right to there. an old friend coming yeah, right, in for exactly. the day. Be, what's his name? Brian was okay. his name. Tedder. Be open to guys named Brian. Yeah. Like, I mean, what? What? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, we're here in Tom Kelly's apartment and we're recording. We've recorded some things before, earlier, prior to this, including the latest episode of the Tom Kelly show. It's the Wednesday episode, right? The uh, the Wednesday, May 18th episode. Yes. So you could listen to that before this. But what Where we, we talked about the Amber Heard we trial. We talked about the Amber Heard trial. What we also did before we went to lunch with our friend David Brody, who has also been on the Blackcast multiple times, we uh, started recording a show and you weren't happy with the way it went because I derailed the conversation and I brought up things that weren't on brand and weren't on topic. And you wanted them to be on topic. And I said, don't throw that file away. 
And the reason I wanted you to not throw that file away. Why not? Because right now, I'm going to present that to the Black Cast audience so they can see what the first draft of the Tom Kelly show was. And, <laughs> and it was probably a little me heavy. And that's actually why no, Tom didn't want to share it. It was too much me. It was too much me insecurity whining heavy. Uh, that's probably fair. But, uh, you know, I think we had some good stuff in there. It was great stuff. So we will present that to you now. Recording here. And trigger warning, spoiler alert. Oh my gosh, we're here in person. You are experiencing a haphazard version of the Tom Kelly Show. Uh, I am here in person with Christian Blatt, who you have heard on... God, you might be officially the most often... No, you and Lauren Ray, you're up there. You might be the first or second most recurring guest. Definitely most recurring lately. You know, I'm uh, honored to be a uh, most recurring lately, and I know that uh, I was lucky enough to get to know the, uh, an older actor named Orson Bean who passed away a few years ago, and he had the record for most appearances on The Tonight Show. It's the Jack Parr-Johnny Carson combination. Uh, it was somewhere, it was like more than 100, and some of those were guest hosting. So if I can be the Orson Bean to Thomas J. Kelly, I will consider my career a greater success than it seemed until this minute right now. I, I just, that's the most painful, obscure reference you've ever made. But people who know me know who Orson Bean is. Like he was a wonderful, <laughs> he was a wonderful guest, uh, regular on the Dennis Miller Show. His son-in-law was Andrew Breitbart, whose website uh, does not necessarily do wonders for his legacy, depending on your politics. Uh, but uh, one of my favorite people that I ever knew in my life was Andrew Breitbart. He was at my wedding. Uh, and uh, that's the, that's a crazy Republican website guy. The website I would say is crazy conservative. Uh, I would say he was a guy who loved to talk about baseball and also liked politics. But boy, was it fun to go to a Dodger game with him! So, was he? He was oh, he's a great guy. Yeah, and uh, I I love his wife and uh, the four kids. Jeez, and they're all like all basically old enough to be in college now. Uh, he passed away a little bit more than 10 years ago, which is crazy to think about. And He's, then, and then he, he was the age we are now when he passed away. So oh, I love, I love those stories. I love those. We're getting into the we outlive that guy stage. Well, but barely. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it could be, it could be uh, I could walk out the door here and then that'll be my story. As so, so on Christian's uh, mortality, uh, we yeah. have uh, actually probably an awful show for you guys today. Oh, I can't wait. That's we're, why I'm here. We're going to talk about Amber Heard. Uh, for those of you experiencing the uh, YouTube version of this, uh, I am trying to build a efficient podcasting studio where I can do a little bit of video yeah. and still produce an audio quality product for the people at home. Yeah, I think that's the important thing. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, on a, a very early stages of trying to figure out in-person podcasting, uh, which I don't usually get a lot of opportunities for. You did one. My friend Caitlin did another one. And I'm uh, batting 500 in how the audio turned out in both of them, apparently. But uh, the yeah, one that we did turned out well. And I'm starting to think, uh, did it really turn out that well, or are we just better off being in separate rooms? Like, I have friends who... Uh, by the way, we will talk about the Amber Heard story. I'm, that's going to be the bait, people. Amber Heard in two minutes. I, if we had a Fox <laughs> News thing. Yeah, in two minutes. And they do that on ESPN, too. Yeah. They let you know, like, you don't enjoy this topic, but look what's coming next. Yeah, countdown. Listen, you don't enjoy Tom uh, talking about the podcast. If you put a little clock, 
counting down. So a friend of mine you would love, Steve Berger. He is a early adopter to uh, doing computer-based graphics for TV shows and okay. stuff like that. Uh, he created the PC Richard Whistle. The look and feel of that. That just cost us 23 cents. Yeah. I know who used to make that money uh, on that. <laughs> Every time you did the whistle in each commercial, it was yeah. like 28 oh, cents. And I don't know if they, that guy adjusted for inflation, but it was 28 yeah, I cents. I think they, they would play it like after a strike at Yankee Stadium. So I wonder <laughs> I wonder if like that, you know, live performing residuals are different or did that mean 23 cents every time? So he was like hoping for strikeouts. So, I, I don't know. So for those of you experiencing the podcast, yes. uh, comment below on what you would change, what you would keep. Uh, my Stop friends, having Christian Blatt on so often. Well, you've been rating lower lately. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's because it's not special when I'm on anymore. Well, you know what? And, and that's exactly it. When I used to have Lauren Ray on a lot, she would like the first time, she probably brought me half my listeners. Second time, they're like, yeah, we'll listen to her on her own thing where she's yeah. in her own element. We, <laughs> You know, we like her there. Yeah. We don't need this We found other her on your show. Show and we realize we like her show better. Yes. So thanks. Yeah, that's what I like to do. I like to, I, I'm a gateway to better entertainment people. Yeah. Uh, so Steve Berger was, uh, and I uh, went to a mall that's going out of business. Okay. Which is pretty much all of them. Uh, we went to the Sunrise Mall and we had a great talk and we kind of did what will be a YouTube only version of the Tom Kelly show. And and just a quick aside. So this is in Long Island. I this assume. is a Nassapequa uh, Mall, okay. the Sunrise. So mall. rank it quality wise uh, above or below the Busy Bee Mall. Well, the Busy Bee Mall is long since. No, no, gone. but back in its heyday. Yeah. So like, talking, oh, it like was. 88. So if you really are evaluating my childhood, Massapequa had the Busy Bee Mall, yep. which was a flea market. Yep. Now, for those of you kids who don't there. know what a flea yeah. market is, it's where anybody could have a store. Yeah. And it was dreary, but it was where people who loved bargains went for bargains. And then one day, as the flea market business was collapsing, they tore the place down and built a Coles, which is now going the way of the Busy Bee Mall. Uh, <laughs> that said, uh, the Sunrise Mall, which seemed like a much better business model, uh, was the 1970s mall. It got a big refresh in like 1990. Yeah. And now whoever bought it, it was kind of like the B Mall. Or to be minus mall. Yeah, we had something similar where I grew up in Middletown, New York. We had the Orange Plaza forever. And then the Galleria at Crystal Run is what it was called. But the Galleria opened, and that was the nice mall. And then one by one, stores that were doing well left the Orange Plaza. And then there was less and less there. And then uh, the building was basically empty. I think a Kmart moved in at one point. And that's when you know that your mall's in trouble when the Kmart moved well, in. Well, yeah. And, and this is the thing with malls overall is there's too many. Everybody's talking about, let's, let's build a stadium. Let's build a mall. Yeah. We're at a point where there's an empty stadium in New Jersey now where the old Continental. The Meadowlands, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. The Continental, Continental Airlines, Airlines Arena. Arena. Red but, uh, burn. Thank actually, you. Is, uh, is Continental Airlines even an airline anymore? No, it's United. Okay, so United there you go. absorbed Continental, so yeah. And, but they did not absorb this arena. No, but it, it's still there. I know that uh, bands will will like rent it out, not to perform for a crowd, but to test out before they go on tour. Like really? Def Leppard did that a few years ago. Oh yeah. my gosh. Uh, wow, that's a cool one, and that's a good place. I, I was trying to come up with a one-armed drummer joke. I don't have it. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Do you really need to rent a whole stadium if your drummer has only one arm? I don't know. That's a, 
that's uh, that's a that's a wasted joke. But uh, but uh, but let's point finish out finish that joke on your own in the comments. Yeah, please below po- comment comment below. Yeah, no, I, we welcome those comments. Email and... me or join our secret Facebook fan group just to tell me you're not a fan of that joke. Uh, <laughs> it's no secret. I hate the show. By the way, Amber Heard talking about that yeah, two minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I was going somewhere. But 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 his but, but this guy Steve Berger. His line was Tom. Uh, I love your personal growth and fun approach to com- to the podcast world, but he'd like to see it be more 50% comedy, 50% uh, personal growth. Okay. And, and I, that said, I've done neither of them in the first six minutes of this show. What I do is something that I've brought to your show is I call it light comedy. You're not going to laugh out loud, but you're like generally amused. And you go like, the real jokes are probably coming. This is... This is the appetizer. I'm not a comedian. I'm a humorist. This isn't the appetizer. This is the bread. Yeah. So this is the bread. And it's not hot piping out of the oven. This is probably someone left without eating the bread, so they took it from their table and put it on yours. But we're the bread right now. I'm I'm bringing the bread. You, of course, are uh, the your own sous chef. But uh, I'm just the guy who puts the bread on the table. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, talking about Amber Heard two minutes ago, ladies and gentlemen, uh... Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So here we go. So, oh, and then for those of you trying to wonder what's going on, I'm doing the podcast badly from a video point of view to see if I can sync audio from the audio podcast machine better into the video podcast. So if my lips are not moving with my voice and this is a 1950s Bruce Lee movie, you're welcome. Uh, you know, you should it, legitimately, we'll get to the topics at hand, but uh, you should talk to our uh, mutual acquaintance, Eric Nagel. He knows a lot about this sort of stuff. He can... Bruce Lee movies or podcasting? The the, uh, the syncing up audio for video. And uh, in a surprising way that, uh, you know, it, that the audio sounds so good for shows that uh, that he does as a host, but also that uh, for the network that he works for. So the one that I did that aired yesterday actually did very well. I had like $3,000 worth of computers and, uh, and little cameras all around the room, and what worked was the iPhone. Oh. <laughs> At the end of the day, and I'm wondering, God, like right now there's a 5000 what was a $5,000 camera there, uh, a ring light I won in a raffle. Uh, it is a nice ring light. A $2,000 laptop here, and God bless uh, the iPhone is the one that did it. And it's not even a good iPhone. It's the iPhone 11. That's By the way, I for got. those of you keeping track, Amber Heard trial now, six minutes ago, we were talking about that. Uh, I have a name for the podcast. What's up? Amber Heard, this podcast was going to be a mess. <laughs> Okay, I mean, look, that's more than light comedy. That's delivered. What are, is that 10 minutes in? That's 10 minutes in. 10 minutes into. Oh, I don't even have the buttons on. 10 minutes into. The Tom Kelly Show. There you go. Oh, you didn't even use it. Uh, no, I heard it. I heard it because uh, I'm not wearing the headphones uh, for our visual listeners. But I heard, uh, and what is that gentleman's name? It goes, that's the Tom Keith. Kelly Show. That's Keith. That's Keith. I love Keith. And then let's see if I have this. Oh, I don't Do have you- Andy. I had a bell and a horn. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the you, do you have the original wacky horn? The this show again, wacky horn. I do. My best friend Mike used to have. So for those of you who have been longtime Tom Kelly fans, uh, I apologize. Uh, I thought it would go. <laughs> I thought it was going to go you further. Really too. thought that this ride was yeah. going to be a little different. Yeah, you got a ride. In, you got in at the ground floor, and you wound up in the basement. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Tom Kelly Show. Yeah. Uh, that said, uh, my friend Mike uh, used to work at an engineering firm, and he had a wacky horn whenever his friend Mike Swern would say 
a dad joke or what right. is now a dad joke. And then he brought it to the podcast and then Mike basically gave up podcasting, became a grown up, became a big shot engineer in Pennsylvania. And he's like, Tom, you could have the podcast and the bicycle horn. I love wow. you. Wow. Yeah. Best That's breakup great. ever. Best breakup ever. So Amber Heard. Yeah. The surprising thing was I heard that, uh, the, uh, no pun intended that I heard. <laughs> That's the kind I, of, that I, I call did that, that found humor. <laughs> I did that joke. I did the herd joke. Uh, so, I heard that, uh, you know, I don't know, a week or two ago that she fired her publicist team. And I'm like, wait, she had a media team and these were the headlines coming out of the trial. And so she has a new one now. And uh, I I don't, I think that uh, it's a great scam if you can get into it. I know some wonderful publicists. I've known people who have done sort of the, the damage control publicity for people who get in trouble. Not the biggest trouble, but sort of mid-level trouble. Yeah. And they help them figure out a way out of it. Usually, number one, go away for a little bit and, uh, you know, let people kind of remind them why they liked you in the first place and hope they forget about why they didn't like you. Uh, well, I never really well, liked wait, Amber Could you Heard. imagine, though, what this call is like, though, what that call is like? Just Amber Heard's yeah, publicity you, team? You, 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 be the, you be Amber Heard. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, I'll be the publicity team. Ready? Just say what, what you need publicity help for. I'm on the phone. By the way, this is the one benefit of the YouTube thing. You could you see could, me making a phone. Yeah, yeah making so, a So we phone. should both do this, even though yeah. we'd, <laughs> even though really, like, phones are like this now. They're really just flat. Well, you know, so well, multi-million dollar year actress, but no earbuds for her iPhone. Yeah, no, no, no. She's got a she's got an old yellow rotary. Yeah, she's, oh, she's holding it like this. Hello, Cola, Cola uh, operator. Can you give me Algonquin six seven five? So she calls uh, her publicist, and and uh, I'm gonna just assume her publicist has a, someone named Morty on the team. I'm more. I'll be Morty. You'll be Morty. I'll be yeah, Morty. Right. Exactly. Uh, hey, Morty. It's Amber. Amber, how are you? Long time no here. How's things going with Johnny? Uh, not great. Uh, not great. Uh, you're going to probably start to hear some things. I swear that 80% of them aren't true, and the ones that are true are a little embellished. Can oh, you help well, me? What, what, what could that be? What could that be? Uh, well, you know, uh, there's a lot of substances consumed in the home, like a lot. And I would say he has... Uh, like three thousand dollars on wine every week, but I'm like two grand. So you know, I only look a little bit better by way of comparison. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, okay. That's actually that's. I'm going to. Ask, I was going to ask you what somebody late to the Amber Heard trial yeah. needed to learn. That's a statistic. Yeah, I, that, that that that's that's one part of it. Um, and also at some point, you're going to hear a rumor that I shit in our bed. But I swear to you, that was the dog. Now, you might see pictures that might make you assume that your little dog is not capable of that unless he's the demon dog from Ghostbusters. All right. But we're gonna, we're gonna totally, we are going to trash the whole damn podcast because Brody's here. He's here here. Well, he's at the restaurant now. Okay. He well, went no, from mom in town to... That's all right. So, I mean, folks, this, this isn't is unusable. It might be. Uh, you know, no, I think... That, we'll see. Can, I want to play with How much it. time do you got? We have 14 minutes. 14 we minutes. We just got to do one more. We're going to do the whole damn podcast over. We'll do one more minute. No, I don't want to do one more minute. I want to do a minute. Okay, well, on um, what? I don't know. We're still talking about Amber Heard. Amber. So you can put a pin into Amber Heard. So, Amber. Uh, no, 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 because I want to do a real podcast on Amber Heard. Well, that'll be the next one. No, I'm going to do Don't the... waste content. You do 15-minute podcasts, we're at 15 minutes. We're, well, I do. First of all, I do an 18-minute podcast, and we're at 15 minutes. Well, then we can put in your plugs. Tom's going to be at Uncle Vinny's this weekend. Yeah, but I, by, by the time I air this, because I'm going to make this an evergreen show, it'll be last weekend. 
So Tom had a great set at Uncle Vinny's. I I, I killed. Yeah. I don't know. But, I you mean, killed I killed Uncle Vinny. <laughs> I, I, I killed Uncle. Actually, I think Uncle Vinny is dead. I gotta ask. Um, Pretty sure. Yeah. I should probably I think, ask. Somebody I think Jackie the Joke Man killed him. Uh, so listen. This just turned into an evergreen show pretty damn quick because I want to do a proper Amber Heard show. Uh, that said, because I'm trying to get the damn ratings. I know you with your sugar mama wife and your kids who already she, love you. She had a book that came out today or months ago. Months ago. Yeah, months ago. And we've been talking about it for months. Look, if you're going to trash this, don't delete the file. I'll use it for my show. I, 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 I have no shame in that. You know? Great. But you know what, though? But we got enough of a test that we can see if this works. Perfect. Good night, New York. And hello, Brody. Let's go. He's at the restaurant. He's like a block. And now we're back. And wow. boy, that was good stuff. That was a great 15 minutes. We had minutes. lunch after that. We had a great lunch with David Brody. Some stories we could tell from that lunch, but a couple we probably couldn't. What? Uh, so you're back in New York. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Right. Now, I'm back in the New York groove, as Ace Freely saying. Let's start with this. One... Any memories like come back that you kind of have forgotten about when you land in New York? Uh, not when I land in New York, but there's a very distinctive smell to the subway, which I find muffled because I have to wear a mask on the subway. Mm. And I will tell you, there are times where it is a relief to not wear a mask anymore, mostly outside. I took a flight. I chose to wear my mask on the flight except for when I was eating, and that's fine for people who chose not to. There was no confrontation. Nobody called me a sheeple because I had my mask on. I also didn't judge the people that didn't. I was just more comfortable. I hadn't flown apart from a 45-minute flight to Phoenix that I thought was going to continue on to Newark. Anyway. Uh, For people so I, very involved in my life. Well, no, and people, listen, people might remember. Here's my, and here's my advice to all of New York. I am going to do my best to wear my mask on the New York City subway, yeah. whether there's COVID or not. Why? People poop there, just like Johnny Depp's bed. Yes. People poop there without, I, I'm going to just, Jamming many. No, look, I, I think we have to, the, 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 and for people who didn't hear the polished <laughs> Tom Kelly show, uh, they say you can't polish a turd, but Tom <laughs> Kelly just did that. Uh, Tom, you coined a phrase that uh, was derivative of a popular 90s song, and I would like to give you the opportunity Ready? now. When we talk about Amber Heard and yep. Johnny Depp, yep. poop, there it is. That's right. And by the way, there is a fantastic podcast on The Ringer that is called 60 Songs That Define the 90s, and I actually might be calling it slightly something different. The episode about Woomp There It Is is one of the most recent ones. I listened to it with my friend John on our drive back from a Mets game, and before it started, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, there was actually another song called Woot There It Is that wasn't as successful, and I said, I bet that one was first. And this in-depth conversation on it proved that I was right. That Woot, there it is, actually was first. And basically, Tag Team stole it from these guys. Let me, so, see. Let me see if I can find Woot, there it is on YouTube. You'll find it. You'll find, yeah? yeah, you'll find both versions of it. You'll find, and Woot, there it is, the lyrics were a little spicier. Now, they weren't R-rated, but they were uh, a little bit oh. a, a little bit bawdy. So, so, and it's Woot, W-H-O-O-T. Yeah, not Woomp. Uh, by 95 South, 95 which is South actually how I used to get home from college yeah, on 95 this South. Is, this is in reference to Miami. Is, is, oh, is, is that it is? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. it goes. Oh, you can't hear it. Yo, we come out here to find out where it's at. Wait, I see, I see. Where that booty at? This is. 
And here's the big difference. They say booty in it, and whereas the more popular version, they say derriere. And derriere is more radio-friendly than booty, apparently. Uh, But also, the tag team one is just a better song. They're almost the same song, but they definitely uh, polished a whoop. Yeah, I'm going to say I've only listened to 15 seconds of this. Yeah. And, And I thought it was just the same song. Yeah, you would think that it's the same song. And definitely there are instances of people going into a store intending to buy one CD single or possibly, yes, that's right, a single, and uh, procuring the other one and maybe not even realizing that they bought the wrong one because the songs are that similar. I always like the idea of the imagining, you know, somebody cool going into the proper record store yeah, with a proper man or woman. Oh, yes. And going... Do you want whoop? There it is, or hoot? Hoot. There, there it, it is. is. I don't know. What's the difference? So, yeah. I, and I, I, what I love about podcasting is I can recycle old jokes and stories that never worked in as stand up. Yeah. I, and I think that's how podcasts started. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite New York City moment I, I'm now going to get a muffin while taking a class down at NYU. Okay. And there's a professor type with a, you know, hello, I'm a snob voice, mm, right? Of course. And, and a cute little woman from another country behind the counter, like, hello, hello. And he's so like- Asagul Addison. Asagul. <laughs> I could say her last name, I think. What was her last name again? Uh, I actually don't know what it is. It's like Addison or something, but okay. it's, it's a, probably not her last name. So anyway, th- this guy is now like, I would like a chocolate chip muffin. And then she's like, chocolate chip or chocolate chocolate chip? Oh, that's a great question. And it was just, but over and over again. But the two of them were speaking chocolate the same Chocolate chip. Chocolate chip or chocolate chocolate chip? Chocolate chip. That's you mean chocolate chip or chocolate 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 the whole chip? Podcast is yeah. going to be that. <laughs> chocolate chocolate chip or chocolate chip? <laughs> and again, did not work on stage, but it is a real image in my head that yeah. really happened. He's in a blazer. I don't know if there was an ascot, but he's like, Probably. chocolate chip. And she's like, chocolate chocolate chip. Yeah, he is, speaks in a slow, deliberate way like Dolph Lundgren in the original Punisher movie, which that's a shout-out for my crowd. They appreciate that. Uh, so I, I met his daughter. He has you met hottest... Dolph, Dolph Lundgren's daughter? I mean, uh, yeah. he, was a, he was a good-looking man and uh, a, a physical specimen, as it were, so the fact that he had a good-looking daughter is not surprising. Yeah, uh, he has two. Uh, this, oh, but yeah. you are talking about the hot one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I'm doing warm-up for a Swedish... Actually, I don't even... By the way, this is one of those moments, if this were not white people, I'd be getting canceled, but it was some form of Scandinavian TV show called Scavlin. Okay, so you're doing the warm-up for Scavlin. They always tape a week worth of shows in uh, New York. Uh, My friend Mike Burton hooked me up with the job, and I'm now... Doing warm up for a group of people who are the you know most Caucasian people on Earth. The Scandinavians and, are, I would say, the most Caucasian. And people you don't on know Earth, who yeah. speaks English and who does not. Correct. Uh, everybody looks like 
Yeah, you know, I don't want to make uh, jokes, but yeah, they look like they came out of the uh, Aryan Party handbook. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, it's definitely the yeah the 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 we would also have Actually, accepted the Hitler Youth uh, recruiting pamphlet. Yeah, yeah, I was trying not to use. No, his I know, word, but you yeah. don't want to use the H word. That's uh, the right, H it's word. my show. No, it's no, okay. no, it's your You're show. You're not Hitler. in trouble, Hitler. No, no, no. Uh, and then uh, like you're sitting there and you go, uh, yeah, you know, like everybody just came from a ski resort is probably the right way to say it. Yeah, like everybody looked wealthy and blonde, like they just anyway. And then there, the hottest girl in the room is uh, Ida S. Lundgren. We talked for a minute. She came, she is the embodiment of my dad was a rich actor. I'm a hot model, but not so hot that I'm famous. She came in to see, who is Greta, who was the little girl who did the- uh, Greta Thunberg? Yes. Wow, okay. Yeah, she came to see Greta, but was funny about Ida was after Greta was done, she skedaddled. Yeah, and I she's like, and she's like, I need my phone back. Did she get that gram? You know, that basically get a picture with uh, Greta. Is that why she was there? No, she didn't do it. No, th- to her credit, she was genuinely listening to her, and okay. she was genuinely not interested in anything I had to say. And this was for Scandinavian television. So, at what point did Abba perform? None. But the fun oh, part about surprise. performing for these guys is, uh, uh, oh God, what's the oh God, good looking actor. Um, all right, I forget who the actor is, but these people are so polite. Um, it's I'll, I'll remember Andy Garcia. It's it's not him, but let's make it him. Sure, uh, but it's a famous actor at that level, but not so famous. Yeah. Whatever. And whoever the guy is, he decides to walk in for the show, and then he goes to the dressing room. And I really had this image of these people were just so polite. Nobody wanted to tell them we're ready to start the uh, Norton. Which what, what? There's an Ed Norton, right? Yeah, yeah, Ed so, Norton was he was a, he was a Hulk. He was in Fight Club. Okay, and then he did something smaller within the last three years. Mm-hmm. So whatever yeah. he's promoting, okay. Ed Norton is there. Ed Norton was staying at a hotel in the area. Ed Norton, being cool and low maintenance, decided to walk to the show. He might have walked in right on time, so everybody's nervous. Is Ed Norton going to show? Yeah. And I had this feeling that Ed Norton, who did not come with an entourage, was alone in the dressing room. I think they were saying we probably will start soon. Yeah. But nobody's saying, Ed, get in the theater. We're ready to go. It's time to go, Ed. Yeah, and I think that was the thing. Then they just waited an hour for the guy. So did you have to vamp for an hour? So I'm vamping for an hour. Yes, there we go. And that's Ed Norton caught up on his stories. Yeah, and now while Ed is sitting there probably watching TV, texting, playing Tetris or Alien Shooter on his iPhone, I'm now vamping with a room full of people who are the most Caucasian people on earth. and, And you don't know if they're not laughing because the jokes aren't landing or right. if they just don't speak English. Oh yeah. That's gotta be that's rough. And there you go. It could be either one. It could be both. You and, know, it could be a mixture of both. Yeah. And within this mixture, like there's one guy who was the ambassador from Sweden to the UN was there, you know, like, and now I'm like, I am tanking in front of European dignitaries. If I keep screwing this up, Russia's going to invade Ukraine. And <laughs> it happened. Well, at least we know what caused it. Yeah. I, I think that that's, that's the important thing. So let's see. So, yeah, we did a podcast where we talked about uh, Amber Heard, uh, specifically the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, or as I posited, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Uh, you can find that uh, podcast.tomkellyshow.com. Yeah, sure. Or on YouTube. Listen, just yeah. look for me, people. Just it's look be, for Tom. You'll find him. Uh, it'll be episode 198, I guess, or roughly that. Uh, I, I know. know. And, uh, you know, what are you doing for episode 200? Have you figured it out? So you're in my head on that. I I said possibly call in a favor for celebrity. 
And you said, that, well, what did you say? It's your joke. I said, I don't want to ask for favors. No, that's not what you no, said. What did you I said say? That, you said that the, the celebrities aren't returning my calls. A lot of them aren't. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you're ready for a stupid one. Is And the hard part now is, uh, so um, I had a guy, so the Tom Kelly Show podcast, the overall gimmick is uh, one part personal growth, one part comedy. And I'm trying right. to find the right mix of the two. Uh, that said, uh, a friend of mine, Vince Kalura, a summer camp friend who is a pretty interesting internet slash real estate executive. Uh, I had him on the show cause he has like pretty inspirational, uh, Instagrams. Anyway, he had a great one. I'm like, Vince, what advice do you have for me in life? He's like, Hey, well, uh, I'm your summer camp buddy. Uh, I think just having me on the podcast isn't really much of a vertical reach. Okay. You know, and so then I've been starting with vertical reaches. So at Ginger Z, I had on the podcast. And then really everybody else. Uh, it's was, not vertical. Yeah, yeah it was this, not returning calls. The, or yeah, Having well, me on is a very lateral move. Yeah, because, it's lateral. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's horizontal. I, 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 I will not be. I, I've been chastised by a friend recently for being too self-deprecating. So I will say that it is not a step down, but I will say that it is a lateral move. So, you know, what? I'm going to go for this and just out the person. So there's a woman uh, on TikTok who is brilliant. You should try to get her on your show. Uh, Rosie Akamura. It's Rosie, we R-O-S-I-E. Say Rosie O'Donnell. I okay. Like, I know who she is, yes. Well, this Rosie Akamura is her name? Yeah, Rosie Akamura, and uh, it is I-R-L Rosie. She has 800,000 followers on wow. TikTok. And her gimmick is, for a lot of her videos, is she's a voiceover actress, and a lot of her uh, gimmick is her answering robocalls and then spamming the spammer. Okay. You know, like yeah. wasting their time instead. Yeah. Uh, she's hilarious. Uh, I think she started following me and vice versa when she was smaller. She's taking off. And I'm like, hey, Rosie, uh, you know, you're still working out of your apartment. Will you be on my podcast? I didn't say it like that, but I figured that was a slightly You've, horizontal yeah. reach. So it's like a vertical reach, but not like re- you know, reaching for the brass ring, it, not going for it, the goal. It was a 45 degree incline yeah, rather okay. than 90 degrees up. Right. Okay. Okay. Now she uh, she says, "All right, well, uh, email my agent oh, or my publicist." My publicist. Okay. So I have the form letter written up, and then the form letter, and then the second volley is, "Well, what's your reach?" Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I actually do mind. You know, it's like it's like me saying, "Hey, how much you make in a year?" Yeah, you know, how about I, this? I know. Yeah, how big? How big's your wiener? Uh, you know. And anyway, it became, and then I get the third reply, in a very weird coincidence. I didn't tell you this. The the agent happened to be. One of the three people in my small audience at a $100,000 pyramid. Turns out she also works for Sony or ABC or something. It was, it was another woman that I did a Mets podcast with. It was this weird a coincidence. Okay. No, not her, but somebody so else. So not Melissa. Okay, yeah, great. I, yeah, I don't want yeah, to go too no, far it's down okay. the guessing it's road. it's fine, because I knew I'm, it wasn't going to be Melissa. No, so but fine. it was somebody that I was nice to. I talked to for 10 minutes. They politely laughed at my jokes and clapped where they needed to clap in this very small She office. laughed at your jokes. She must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the big ending is kid. that, she, and then the reply is, well, Tom, Rosie's only doing uh, podcasts that have to relate with tech or voiceovers now. Okay. She doesn't feel it's a good thing. Fit, you know what? Just just admit my numbers are abysmal, or you know what? Better yet, just say you don't want to I, do the damn show. I, I don't mind people asking me about listenership and things like that, and I have stock answers that I think uh, 
inflate those numbers, but without lying. What are your stock answers? Uh, I'll tell you off air. Gotcha. Uh, no, but you know, it's just like, well, you know, uh, but when they would ask for Dennis's reach, I'm like, look, do you want to talk to Dennis Miller or not? Uh, don't worry so much about how many listeners he has. Honestly, the answer is less than he should, but a lot, you know, I mean, it was like, it was like, I would think it would be more, but uh, you know, so I, I, so I had a stock answer for him in terms of how much it was, but I was like, if you're asking, we're already at the stage where you're probably going to say no. Just, just say no. Yeah, or why? And this is what either I'm you want to talk to Dennis Miller or you don't. Yeah. You know? So, and that was kind of my feeling was you want to talk to me or you don't. Listen, what I produce is a good piece of tape. The my fan base is loyal. Uh, the people are fun, and I'm a nice person, and I get you in and out in 25 minutes. Yeah. That all said, uh, this particular I got the polite rejection here. But the, here, oh, and then here's the funny one. Then there's another person who rejects me for something that I didn't even want in the first place. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. But on both cases, dude, where uh, the other person was more rude, I lie about my numbers. I inflate them by 10,000. Okay. And they're still not good enough. <laughs> I inflate them by 10,000. Yeah. No, I think I said, like, I think I said, oh, I get about 5,000 listeners per show. Wait, so you you inflated ten, by 10,000. I inflated, no, no, no. I, I inflated by 4,893. <laughs> okay, so okay. we're in the same ballpark. Okay, yeah, great. so yeah. whatever it is, I inflated by that much. Yep. And if yeah, if we're owning this people, yeah. Listen, I got, it was 200 downloads. Now it's also on YouTube. Then all of a sudden the numbers shoot up out of nowhere. I don't get it, but it seems to be, yeah. I have uh, 200 people a day. So I multiplied it by 10 and said 2,000. Okay. And that still wasn't good enough, but there's this other guy, enough. and this other guy who was a bit of a, uh, he was a weird man. Uh, he reached out to me at first, and then he wanted uh, to get me on, uh, uh, he's like, hey, do you remember Caddyshack? I'm like, yeah, I love Caddyshack. Sure. Yeah, well, do you know the writers? And I'm like, oh, you mean uh, Bill Murray or Brian Murray, whoever it was? Like, no, the other guy. And I guess there was a third yeah, writer on it. I guess there was another guy. And he's like, know. and I'm like, well, what about him? Am I going to be on his shirt? No, but I have a letter of reference from him. And he sent me a scanned oh. letter from 1983. Oh. I, like, it's getting weirder I, and weirder. I, I mean, honestly, because even like the other, I thought it was the other writer of Caddyshack, who's not uh, Bill or Brian Doyle Murray, whoever actually wrote it. Your third writer would still be somebody I'd be like, I would certainly yeah. be, I would be interested in talking to that person. But, but it's like, here's but a letter of reference no, yeah, from that. The, but it gets yeah. crazier. But then I give out my, and we're speed through. I'm like, listen, I'll put on, I'll consider whoever you want on the show, anything to not have Blatt on again. Yeah. And, uh, no, 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 it's just like, <laughs> you know, at this point, Blatt can only I, do so many. But I was the only one who was willing to walk up all those stairs. That's the hard part about this studio. Let's not derail this thought. But yeah, here's the point. Finish your thought. But yeah. there's nothing better than I lie. And then the guy goes, you got to get your metrics up. <laughs> and this That's is like, sad. you know, and this is like a 70-year-old guy. He's friends with two people I knew on Facebook. I don't know how to F he found me. And then I, like, I mean, you've seen me be this crazy, crazy Tom who comes out once a year now, came out. And I'm like, you, you fucking has been who never was. Did you actually send that yes. to Yes. I'm like, who the fuck are you? And I was very sensitive. I'm like, who are you to critique my numbers? You're, you know, you're telling me this, telling me that. I don't know who the hell you are. 
You're showing me letters of reference from people I don't even know exist. He was also doing a lot of other things where he was just like, yeah, you ever hear at a comedy store? And I'm like, yes, I've heard at a fucking comedy store. What do you want? Like, there was just a lot yeah. of him just sucking air out of me. And I'm like, listen, just tell me where to show up and where the microphone is and I'll be cute. That's about all I need anymore. Yeah. I'll say yes to anything. What I don't like is there's a lot of people who will say, hey, I have something for you, but I really want to tell you about myself for a while because I'm lonely. Right. Sure. Wow. And that's what that was. And, I, and the line was, you fucking has been who never was. I mean... Uh, and he, I, I've, I've had the probably had that directed at me, and if I haven't yet, I'm sure it's coming. And uh, now my friend uh, would actually be very upset because I said I wasn't going to be self-deprecating, but I think it's still in the context of comedy, it still, uh, it still works. Uh, I like that mean angry tom uh came out no i mean i no, no like, this guy deserved anymore. no because this guy deserved it but That's it was why. like but he went in looking for me and it's like hey hey uh tom i want to have you on you have a or christian let's be really crazy hey christian uh i want to have you on the show uh because you have a big dick christian how big is your dick name a number Three inches. Yeah, that's too small. It is. You got to get that up. You got to start doing exercises. What? How am I going to put you on my podcast I've, about big I've, dicks? I've been trying. The big dick cast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My, be, my big dick energy podcast. <laughs> BDEP. BDEP. Uh, by the way, subscribe to the BDEP. That is uh, also on the Black Cast Network of shows. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm thinking this is like I'm trying to come up with ideas to write for my, for my other stuff. Uh, and I'm just thinking... Worst podcast ideas, BDEP. BDEP, yeah, exactly. Because where we just interview the like, like I think the problem I get with my podcast that is definitely the problem with yours is we're both so broad and so yeah. charming. We have so many interesting things. Like what they should like, like my friend Cecil is a big fan of yours, but only when you're doing Marvel. Yeah, and which he is would. Fine. He, I get that. Yeah. He he probably turned out. Tuned out the minute you talked about Picard, which I hope one. I hope everyone did. Which, by the way, we'll get to in a little bit. There's some Picard-related content in this episode. Oh. Uh, yeah, which I, I told you is like my main focus. And I know you were just on. We just recorded at my home, and I like the idea of recording in New York. But because we had just done it, I didn't know that I needed to. And then something happened that uh, I will tease for in a little bit. In four minutes, we're going to talk about uh, what's happened. You know what's funny? Yeah. That makes sense three hours later from that other clip. Yeah, because they got to hear the clip. So, uh, but that was, You know what? That would have been a funny show. Uh, that's why I took it. I wanted that show. Great. So you can use, you can no, still no, have no. it. No, no, no. You have it for now. For now, yeah. You're going to decide, like, actually, I went through and I did some surgery. Well, well, like, you know what I did with, what I eventually need to do with podcasting, and I don't think you do this, or maybe you do. I need you mean to, turn off the recording? No, I never do that. No, <laughs> you, they go going. for hours, which That's I kind of love. I'm still doing, we're still doing the one from when you were at my house in Los Angeles. No, you know what's funny? I, like, this we did this once on the podcast, and I don't. If you don't mind, I'm going to repeat a joke we've done. Oh, on the please, uh, that's that's all I do. Yeah. Okay. If you are still listening to the Bladcast at roughly 46 minutes in, yeah, that's a pretty good guess. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because the other one was about yeah. If yeah, you're yeah. still listening at whatever time this, this good is, good math. Yeah. I ask you to either send me a tweet at Tom Kelly Show, and of course, CC at Bladcast is the one uh, you can use. Well, at Christian DMZ, because I have more followers there. Fine. So, yeah. CC at Christian DMZ. Uh, poop, there it is. And yep. that's how I'll know you've listened this far in. And what do they get? 
Nothing. Okay, great. Nothing, except that they're part of the show. Marvel Comics used to give away uh, a no prize if you found a flaw and you pointed out a mistake. And they said, you're absolutely right. We made a mistake. We'll send you no prize. And you would get an envelope. And it said, this contains a Marvel no prize. And you would open it. The envelope was empty because it was a no prize. But you got the envelope. And I always wanted the envelope. And I never got one because I didn't point out actual mistakes. So I have a fascination with Hooters waitresses. They're great for comedy. They're great for comedy writing. Uh, There's a certain amount of crazy in them. Okay? And you'll always see, if you look at the New York Post... Every few months, there'll be a story about a crazy Hooters waitress this, crazy Hooters waitress that. It's really dropped off as the chain has declined in the last couple of years. Yeah. But during the peak of it, in the 2000s, there was a contest. Whoever sold the most calendars or wings, whatever it was, won a Toyota. Nice. Yeah, sounds good. Except whoever was saying it was saying it with a New York accent. Oh, no. And at the end, this poor girl, when you talk about what a possibly abusive culture it was there... They have the girl, all her friends are around. She sold more calendars than anybody. She's worked her ass off. And in front of everybody, they present her with a toy, Yoda. So a Yoda action figure, yeah. essentially. Yeah, prize you thought you were getting, you did not. You know, Ooh. you could do the accent later. But yeah, and the woman sued and got a real Toyota later. I know. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, that's I, a happy See, ending. I like that there's a happy ending. I yeah. expected there was yeah, not but, a happy ending there because with the Hooters waitresses, there's usually not a happy ending. But anyway, folks, thank you so much to our special guest, Tom Kelly. Said, We're not done. But I just, that would have been the way to go out. And instead, it's not. So, uh, yeah, um, we had... Uh, we had a great conversation and great lunch with our friend David Brody, which uh, I referenced. And uh, I, uh, there were uh, stories about interactions, some surprising, some not so surprising. But uh, without saying who he met, he talked about a move that people have sometimes to end an interaction with yeah. a fan, which is, so how about that picture? And you get so excited that the celebrity is going to take a picture with you. You don't realize that they clearly are saying, I'm tired of listening to you. Let's get you away from me, but I'll do this first. And it reminded me that um, my friend, Will, Will Sterling of the black cast once outside of a restaurant, he saw actor Matt Smith, who in that moment was Dr. Who the doctor on Doctor Who. I know Mark will correct me if I don't say that. Uh, and he met him and he just, you know, he's just, he actually was just going to say like, he was going to go up very quickly and say, hey, I just wanted to say hi, I'm a big fan. And uh, that was good. He was going to keep it to that. But Matt Smith said, oh, thanks. Would you like a picture? And so he took a picture. So he has a picture of Will and Matt Smith, but he wasn't going to ask for it. He was actually going to keep the conversation short. But after we were done talking, it reminded me, I'm like, Oh, yeah, I remember thinking at the time that that's probably how he keeps the interactions brief because it's the same thing. That is definitely the move. Would you like a picture? Let's get a picture. And then you'll be so excited that you got a picture that you're not going to tell me about your favorite episode or pitch, <laughs> me, pitch me your plot idea, you know, or anything like that. And uh, it's a nice way to say, get the fuck away from me. Do you ha- actually, do you have one? With who? Well, like, like do you have a... I don't want to be here anymore expression. Let me go see if I can find Dennis is usually what I would say. Because if I was in a situation like that, it was somebody that was talking to me, but they wanted to talk to Dennis and they were settling for me. The only autographs I've ever signed are for when Dennis wasn't around and people, and I look, I, the fact that they even took the time to ask, I don't care that they threw it away. I've signed like two autographs and I was just like, this is 
this is fun because I have a, like a good autograph signature. I like to think uh, I developed it when I was a kid, and I thought that perhaps I I would you know grow up and draw comic books one day, and then I wasn't talented, so that didn't happen. Um, which but you did you get can, the signature down. Yeah, I got the signature down. Yeah, exactly. It's like I got the signature first. Dear Jim Shooter of Marvel, <laughs> Jim Shooter has some good stories. Um, in any case, uh, so <clears throat> I love that. And I wanted to bring up the fact that it reminded me of Will's interaction with Matt Smith. It was like, would you like a picture? And so he has this great picture yeah. and uh, it's fun. But that's not what we're going to talk about. What we're well, going to talk about is it, it does tie into celebrity interactions. That's what I wanted to set up. Were you about to say something? Well, while you're, while you're yeah, looking for I, the I gotta, celebrity. I, I know where it is. I you're digging. It. While you're digging, I'll yeah. tell you my story. Mine, I always, I always do, gosh, I could talk your ear off. So... And that's either I do feel like I'm talking too much or it's also my, I have social anxiety now, I need to go. Yeah. Yeah, I could talk your ear off. As Christian is now texting his ear off. Nope, I'm not texting. I had to find these. So Tom and I, I think we've talked about at some point we're going to uh, do a video where we just list the things we hated about Star Trek Picard, which is not this conversation. Good, because I I want to save it for video. We did not enjoy the series. I have talked about on this podcast. I talked about on this podcast with you. I talked about on a weekly Star Trek Picard after show. Uh, God bless Nikki Bailey for sticking with me for that many weeks for a show that neither of us enjoyed. Uh, it, it is one of the worst things that I've seen uh, in terms of episodic television that I actually watched through to the end. Uh, but it's not so much about that. The thought oh was really... The fact that... Oh, we're breaking the news here? It's not really breaking the news. This was just... This is from Tom's Twitter. This was an interaction that you had, and I wanted to talk about this. Okay. And there were comments about the second season was bad, but in the middle of the season, they dropped a trailer for season three that let you know that the original cast of Next Generation would be back. Yes. And they, you know, it was they let you know that it's basically everybody. And there's questions for what character Brent Spiner could possibly play. Okay. So, yeah. if I may set Yes, please a set bit the stage. So, somebody sent out a tweet pointing out I hated Star Trek Picard. Yeah. And one of the worst things I hated about it was Brent Spiner's character as Dr. Eric soon was this one or no, uh, it's another soon. Or, exactly. Yeah. He's played the same character 50 different ways. Yep. I liked the actor. I liked data. I liked quite frankly, uh, Brent Spiner's other work. He was in independence day. He was yep. fun. He was on an episode of night court. Uh, the man is a talented man that said star Trek Picard and the characters he has played is awful. He asked to kill data off. The character has now had two dramatic death scenes. Correct. And, uh, you know, you've got your money. And then he does this run on season two of Picard, which was weak. It was just force. It was like, hey, my buddy needs work. We're in the same acting troupe. He needs to do something. And and that's real. Actually, that's a good analogy for it. It felt like an acting troupe that everybody needed a role because they were on the payroll or in the bus his, anyway. His SAG dental was about to expire. Yes. And so he needed to get some now, work. And now. so he did that. Yes. So I, somebody point, posts a tweet pointing out, well, Brent Spiner's killed Data twice. Uh, Who is he going to play in Star Trek season three, Star Trek Picard season three, which by the way is Star Trek with no stars and no Trek. And 
And anyway, and he's like, but who's he going to play? Oh, probably another soon. And I just, I just replied to whoever sent this tweet. I have and it I in tagged front of me. Brent Spiner. What did I reply? So had the original tweet tagged Brent Spiner or were you the first one to tweet okay. to tag Brent Spiner? I was the first okay. one to tag Brent Spiner I who did, has several million followers. I, I did know the answer, but I thought okay. it was important to the story. So then Tom Kelly's show, at Tom Kelly's show, which you should all be following. See, sometimes I put the plugs in the middle. Mm. Uh, good God, at Brent Spiner. Stop killing my childhood and your reputa- reputation. Please sit this one out, period, all caps, enough, period. Then, uh, so yeah, just like me, you, you were could, in, yeah, you no, could. no, but just like me, you were in middle school and high school when Next Generation was on, and I think that it's safe to say that Data was a fan favorite. I mean, he, I don't know that he was my favorite character, but I liked the character very much. So young Tom gets to uh, basically make a comment at Brent Spiner and then you get a response and I love the response. I love that you got it. I love what he said. Brent Spiner says, Tom, I noticed on your page that you like to work. So do I. Well, wait, hang on. Hey, go give, give, do the full thing. Let's get okay, the Okay, I'll keep credit. going. I'll keep going. No, 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 no. But it's you're a comedian but, and you like to work. I'm not there yet. Oh, no, no, he no, doesn't no, no, say no. I'm a comedian there, yet? You come to it. That's another, that's another post. So wait, you're getting show, me, show me what he said. So this hang is on. a screen grab. So you, the, so it says, I, I, I oh, see you like carry to work. On. Okay, yeah, no, right. we'll get to it. Yeah, okay. it's just that's not this post. So he, uh, I, I noticed on your page that you like to work. So did I. And this is what we were talking about before. This is... Sort of like old Tom comes through, uh, and that you don't, you actually bring more to the table, which I think is important. Uh, and I think that you are taking into consideration wow, Brent Spiner looked at my account and he saw that I'm working in some way. So there's that. That's probably a good feeling. So you say, let me say this as a fan Star Trek Picard tarnishes your great body of work. I am a fan since Night Court. At which you referenced a moment ago. Uh, STP writers have not found a Soong slash data storyline that works. This, there's so far no lies, Tom. Can we start a GoFundMe for you to get another role or sit this one out? <laughs> that's probably my favorite part, is that? Because that's the, like, you're trying to be like, I'm going to take, I'm going to backpedal a little bit. Oh, but now I'm going to actually hit you with a right jab <laughs> because I want you to not work. And this is when he says... Brent Spiner says, I thought it says you are a comedian. Why doesn't it say critic? And I would like you to read, Tom, how I texted you to tell you I was going to do this. As a supportive friend, what did I tweet at Brent Spiner? Wait, you know what's funny? I didn't see this, you son of a bitch. Oh, you son of a gun. No, the, I told Because I'm not I, tagged in it. Oh, I'm not tagged. That's oh, yeah, why I didn't actually, come up. Actually, I thought you were. Okay, that's my Oh, okay. Oh, you coward ambushing me. I texted me. you and I told you I was doing this. You told me you were doing it, but I thought you were a good human being and you wouldn't. No. Okay. <laughs> I would like to say that if they wanted bread. Sp- By the way, this is my friend. He's in my home. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Okay. He's in my home. I am. I where my wife your, sleeps I and my your, children play I, with their toys. I peed in your toilet. Where your children well, it looks play. like you, where my children play. I would like to say <laughs> that if they wanted Brent Spiner on season three of Star Trek Picard, reading aloud from the phone book, I don't care if he was Data, War, Adam Soong, Nunyan Soong, 
The song remains the same. That was a joke. <laughs> Forgot I paid oh, the song. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then also Yeah, all right. Uh, or his character so from you're not I don't know what his, his, yeah. what's his character's name from Independence Day. It's in the tweet, right? The Noonion song the, the song remains the same, or even Dr. Brackish Oaken. From I'd welcome it and beg him to be on our podcast. Yeah, which I told you that that's why I was writing at him. I wanted to use this opportunity to try and get him on the show and then see what we could do in terms yeah. of bringing the two of you together. Yeah. But he never responded No, wait, hang it. on. And I was just going to say, this is a very, uh, you, you threw your friend Tom yes. under the bus. What, what did you get out of this? I got nothing out that's of it. That's what that. happens to cowards. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Like, and you're that's right. That's what happens to cowards. So I, I should have been like, I should have made the point of how, and you know, look, I think that if I wanted Brent Spiner on the show and he did even a, an inch of research, he would be like, this guy, I don't want to talk to this guy. He hated Star Trek Picard and he called me out. I might've even done it at Twitter. It was interesting that you tagged him though, because that's, that was the comment. Didn't somebody make that comment? I don't a have many, that a few people made it and let's yeah. go crazy. I, I work with famous people. Yeah. Uh, I, arguably I'm a famous person or in the public light at times, yeah, you know, sure. you know, or whatever. And I have gotten tweets that say Tom isn't funny and it makes you sad or Tom had a bad show. Cause it, it could come in a sad. day where you get a hundred tweets of people that like you, but then you get that yeah. one that says you're not funny. Yeah. I listen when I was at America's got talent, I would give my Twitter and this is when Twitter was new. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I would get 3000 tweets that day and the short version of the story is, yes, I know how bad it feels. So I feel bad. I do feel bad that I, I, do, yeah. So I sent the tweet to him, but I didn't think he'd actually see it because he had no, two million of course followers. Not. Why? And I didn't he think he'd actually care. I, I have to have sent a hate tweet before. I don't think I have. Um, and then honestly, I after he said the eh, comedian or critic. Yeah. Like, honestly, I think that meant, eh, are you a critic? Are you being fun? And I'm like, I don't want to fight with the guy. No, yeah. That, and, um, and, and I believe you put the brakes on right there. I, I don't. Cause I it, then tried to turn this into what can Brent Spiner do for me? Yeah. But, no, but like the, and listen, and he had a lot of people rally around him. But I think what I got from his two tweets. Yeah. Is that he knows that show is a piece of shit. Because well, he says, I like to work. He didn't say. I feel I like to work and I feel that what we did was really good. I'm so proud of season two of because he didn't say any of that. And so yes, he knows that it is a, a, a wrong, the inside of a Romulan porta potty. Yeah. And listen, if we're being real about the man and the actor and the character, I've said this on many of your podcasts before. Every time he's been allowed to steer the plot creatively, in movies since, uh, you know, he was involved in Star Trek Insurrection yeah. and Nemesis. He Is had Nemesis a, when he has the emotion chip where he's laughing? Cause no, that was, uh, and that he deserves no blame for that plot. Okay. Um, it was in one of the movies though, right? It, it was, was in uh, Generations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not his fault. You're right. Uh, yeah. That was, he and, had no, and by the way, that's like the eighth worst thing about Generations. <laughs> yeah, I, and Generations was a fine, flat movie. I don't think it was bad. It was just flat. I don't. I, I like Generations much better than a lot of the stuff that's come out nowadays. Yeah, just in the moment. But I will always make the point that for years, the idea of like, just imagine what it would be like if we got Kirk and Picard together. What would they do? Well, they'll make breakfast. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and the problem with that movie was, 
William Shatner was involved in the creative process. Yeah. Shatner, you know, Captain Kirk had a dog named Butler. Who else likes pit bulls? William Shatner. Oh, oh, Captain Kirk now likes riding horses. Who else likes riding horses? William Shatner. I know. You know? Uh, yeah. No, look, go. I agree. Now, I, but going back to so Brent, Brent Spiner. Spiner. Yes. Brent Spiner made a decision years ago, and you read the interviews with him. Eh, what am I going to look like in 20 years? And by the way, he's not wrong. He looks very different. Yeah. Season but, one of Picard, he resumed, he reprised the role of Data. He did not look the same. Well, and this is my problem with the whole thing is, listen, reprise the role of Data and use a Jar Jar Binks. Like, I mean, Jar Jar Binks. Oh, it. yeah. That's you true. You know, I, or... or um. The mo deep fake it, yeah. Deep know. fake motion capture. There's a lot of ways to. They do that. were lazy. Guess guess what? You don't want you want to work, but you don't want to work hard. Well, he you, didn't. He didn't want to put on the the geisha makeup. You know, he didn't want the pancake makeup. And fine, get into you know. The suit. And listen, his three episode run on Star Trek Enterprise is in the top 100 episodes of 5,000 episodes of Star Trek now, or whatever it's at. Uh, the, his you it, he was as a as a song character. I think it's yeah. Eric Soong. His okay. it, it was groundbreaking. It was original writing. Uh, it was a smart way to pair different chapters of Star Trek together. Uh, I frankly see even with Strange New Worlds that they're trying to force this kind of stuff right now. And I don't want to get too angry or deep or whatever, but keeping it focused on Brent Spiner. Hey, you said hey creatively you didn't want to do this. Uh, now. Are you being creative? Because you killed yourself off twice. Yeah. Do you need the check? If you want the check, stop killing off the guy who makes you money. Yeah, right. You know? Exactly. It's it, 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 it's you know interesting to keep it into Star like, Trek. Leonard Nimoy writes a book, I'm Not Spock. And then he writes another book later. It's not actually called this, but it's It like, is I Am Spock. I, no, no, it's I Am Spock, but it should be called. Actually, come to think of it, I, I Am Spock. It's just I Am Spock. Yeah. But he's like, I Am Not Spock. And really what he was saying with that is I Am Not Just Spock. And so yeah. then the second book says, okay, I've come to terms with it. I am also Spock, but I'm also the dude who hosted In Search Of, which was amazing. The, you know, like, whatever yeah. happened to the Mayans? And I was like, I would get scared by that show because I'm like, why did they all die out? Could that happen to us? No, I can't. So to all your points. Which uh, there are many. I And listen, to Brent Spiner's point. Listen, I hate going on an interview and being known as the warm-up comedian from blank number of TV shows, especially yeah. right now when I'm not working for them. Yeah. I'm mean, being very real and vulnerable, Brent Spiner, okay? Uh, I do like to work, Brent Spiner. And you know what? Uh, when I want to work, I don't go to the TV shows and say, I'm going to need the hostess now, or maybe you're going to let me produce this. So, you know, when I do work, I work. And I, yeah. I do the thing I am known for. Yeah. I get my paycheck, I quit my whining, and I go home. You know, uh, that's about it. If you want to be a sellout, Brent Spiner, which you implied in your tweet, sell out for the right product. Sell the product you're good at selling. See if they've got room for you in Book of Boba Fett as a different character. Well, and like, the man is a talented actor. I agree. I definitely um, think that. You, yeah. you know, and it's just for, and maybe if it were, and I do have an overall problem with Star Trek Picard that I do like about Strange New Worlds is, the nice thing about episodic storytelling is perhaps if rearranged, the Soong scenes would have made more sense. It would have been a good episode. And you know what? If you had a bad episode, you know what? It's a bad hour. You've yeah. wasted 10 weeks of my life, Brent Spiner. Uh, Patrick Stewart, you know what? It wasn't as 
Upon reflection, certain aspects weren't that bad, but they weren't that good either. No, and I mean, we've seen other stories where the backstory is, oh, actually my mom was crazy and I have trouble dealing with it. And the problem with Picard is that we were simultaneously getting the story on Moon Knight on Disney Plus that his mom was crazy and he had to figure out how to deal with it and it was a oh, much better story. Oh, spoiler. Stop, it was stop, a much stop, better stop, story. stop, stop. I'm only three in Moon Knight. Is this a better story? Yeah, stop. And, okay. Uh, it is a better written show. Yeah, better, well, and it's a better acted show too. And along those lines, this is my feeling on Star Trek Picard right now, and I'm my feeling on uh, Star, uh, maybe even a little bit of Strange New Worlds, and, and and anything on Paramount Plus is the good writers are not writing for Paramount Plus right now. I think that's probably correct. I have not seen Halo, but someone I know who is very yeah. excited for the property watched one episode and couldn't believe how bad it was, but they love Halo so much that they went and started to watch the second one and they couldn't finish it. So, and it, so you might be right. In the, in the old days, Nana would watch the soap operas. Yep. She'd watch her stories. Oh, and and yeah. that was General Hospital. It was One Life to Live. Uh, it was All My Children. Ryan's, Ryan's Hope. Hope uh, days of Our Brew. Lives. Uh, wh- wh- whatever it is, yeah. they used to joke that the crappiest writers were writing soap operas for network television. Nowadays, the crappiest TV writers are writing science fiction on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> Not everything has to be a 12-episode arc. That's Not true. everybody has enough organization to run a 12-episode arc. And what I like about, uh, you know, not everything has to be that ambitious. Not everything has to be Game of Thrones. You yeah. know, in fact, there's a lot of great shows that are not Game of Thrones. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, and I think that always killed the Sopranos when when Tony Soprano had a daydream for a whole season. Oh, yeah. It was a bad app. Like, I, I walked away saying this wasted my time every season. Yeah. Well, usually the second to last episode in the season of the, the Sopranos was the good one where all this stuff happened. And then the last one he like had he ate some bad clams and he had a fever dream and you're just like I, why why did yeah. you do that? and then the show doesn't come back for like a year sometimes too and you're like man that's the residual feeling yeah like dude, like the best episode of the sopranos for many people is the only standalone episode when uh the pine barrens yeah 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 say i i i don't know that we've ever talked about this but like that's what i think most people agree it is a standalone you could never watch that show before or after, and you could walk away. Like, that was a really well-done story. Uh, Polly Walnuts trying to eat the frozen ketchup packets from Wendy's that yeah. were in the trunk. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's kind of, I agree with you, what I like about Strange New Worlds, I've only seen two, because as we're recording, there's only two that are aired, is that they're episodic, and yes, they're certainly a through line, but you can tell that it's not season-long arc, and you know it moves on. It's not too ambitious i think effects wise and stuff like that it looks fine but it's not trying to reinvent the wheel in fact it's like you know what worked about star trek in the beginning let's try and do that they don't quite do that but they're at least trying to steer it back in that direction you know what it is if you miss one you could catch up on the other right and also too if you screw up you know listen it's a lot of bad writing there was a lot of filler on picard and there's a lot of uh seeds planted that you're like Wait, you did this, you did this, but no, 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 no. Now we're not doing this. Like, listen, they put Picard in a robot body and never acknowledged it again. Yeah. You know, like, okay, maybe it, maybe you don't have to totally kill 
you know, that's I, now, it. Look, I you agree. Know? Well, I'm mad now. What are you enjoying watching these days? Oh, what's something you like? I love the offer because I'm hate watching that too. Yeah, see, that was the thing because you told me that you didn't like it, but you're hate watching it, so you're getting enjoyment. But it's actually not a good show. Because I'm not emotionally. And here's, okay. Okay, And you know what? Let me give you one other thing, Brent Spiner. Your work was very important to me in my childhood. It was very important. Uh, It was a code word that I could be friends with people if they liked Star Trek. Yeah. It was. It was, it was, do you watch Star Trek? That's a code word for, oh my God, you might be a little bit like me in an age when that was uncommon when, when there was no internet to reach and, out. And honestly, asking the question, do you like Star Trek? You were already taking a gamble because the answer could very well be no. And then you're like, well, now this person won't be my friend. But you were willing to take the chance if you thought the answer might be yes because then you're like, oh, finally, someone yeah. else, someone I can actually talk to oh, about this. Exactly. Now, that said, your work is very important to lots of people and it's being written like a cheap daytime drama. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it is like that with the little through lines that may or may not pay off. That's how Picard was written. Yeah. That said, the offer is the story about the Godfather. Yeah. That nobody wanted to hear in the first place. I think if they had made a documentary of about 60 to 90 minutes, I would probably be interested for sure because uh, Robert Evans is such a character. But I mean, the real Robert Evans. Yeah. Was he? I don't know much about him. You should, honestly, you should listen to his audiobook for The Kid Stays in the Picture. He's somebody who loves show business. And even if you're not going to know some of the stories about old show business, there's so many that you are going to know. He's a fantastic storyteller. His book was amazing. Um, I spoke with him on the phone a couple times because he was a guest with Dennis uh, on the radio show. And I, I don't think we did a podcast with him, but he had a book come out. And Did he have a good voice? Oh like because the guy on the guy who he, plays him yes. has a voice that yeah. sounds he he has an amazing voice. All right, you're able to actually like drop in clips, right? I don't even I can. Let I me don't see. even know how you do it. What do I have to uh, do? so just uh just type in Robert Evans kid stays in the picture. It'll probably autocomplete once you get to kid. Uh and then it'll it ought to be a clip of him saying almost anything. Uh, you know, I, I feel like that's what you're going to get. And uh, it's always a good time to mention that you can follow Tom at Tom Kelly Show. Robert Evans, Kid Stays in the Picture? Yeah, yeah, Kid Stays in the Picture. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume that that's on YouTube, but... Uh, I, I, oh, here we go. This is... Uh, but I don't think that's him. This is a, a clip of the movie? Uh, it is a movie. Yeah, he, he did a book first, but he narrated... Oh, here we go. Yeah. Wait, this might be him. Uh, ready? Yeah, let's go. Hang on. Sydney was not only my consigliere, but my you're godfather talking, and right? closest friend. In the past year alone, two phone calls from yeah. him say so by ass. Just listen, that's you hear his voice. voice. That's a great voice, from from and that's him my life, slightly younger. That's from probably like 20 well. years ago, somewhere in that range. Get the so, yeah, uh, he had a great voice. Oh, my God, wait, but you, you're not here. So I'm the only one wearing yeah. headset. Uh, but, yeah, I don't have one. But so. let me recreate a few. But then he just goes, get the fuck out of town. Yeah. That's the character. So the guy who plays that role does a great job of the And his tag for a lot of things is, you bet your ass. So he says that a lot. And uh, so, yes, Robert Evans is a compelling character, but I love the fact that you're hate watching the show. Well, is there anything you're like watching? Well, you can finish your thought on the no, offer. But yeah. Finishing on the offer, if you ever get a chance to watch it, the fr- it gets better after the first episode, but in the first episode, whoever wrote it, and I think it had to be this guy, Al Ruddy, 
They make Coppola and Puzo look like the fattest asses on earth. Okay, you said that you said in a previous podcast appearance that yeah, they're just every, eating all the just time. Just eating right? all yeah. the time. And the other one is the big problem in episode one is it's like, hey, Mario Puzo, you have a gambling problem. You need to pay your bills. Why don't you write a mob book? I don't write mob books. Well, you got to pay your bills or this guy's going to break your legs. Next scene, I wrote the mob book. Yeah. You yeah, know. and I don't mind dramatizing things for the sake of storytelling, but the way you're talking about it, it seems like they <sighs> mellow-dramatize yeah, it. Yeah, it's uh, mellow I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to watch the show. We're going to have to talk about it. Uh, and uh, Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So what am I love watching? Yeah, or even like watching. It I'm, doesn't have to be love. I'm having trouble finding something right now, if I'm it, being fair, because I don't want to get caught into a... I don't really need another I need to watch this once a week. I don't want to yeah. binge. Uh, I just binged a few documentaries that I... or docudramas that are very relevant. We Crashed. Oh, the that's the WeWorks, and then there's yeah. this, there's this series. Super, yeah, it's a series. So we crashed. Leto, but we I crashed watched, is the 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 docu. So uh, I watched the no, we crashed. I watched the one with Jared Leto. Okay. he's a tremendous actor. Yep. Uh, there's one or two scenes I talk about in the Tom Kelly Show podcast that are borderline inspiring. Great. Uh, and he and Anne Hathaway, they got a lot of hate mail for overacting. I think they played characters so unlikable. You just stay with them. And I think the story is very relevant when, and the other one I'm watching is Super Pumped, which is about Uber and the price going up and And, down. And that's the dramatization for Showtime about Uber, right? Yes, with Jonathan Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Which ties into our third rock from the sun, celebrity sighting that I missed. I was in the bathroom while who came out of the tanning place, Tom? That guy from Third Rock and the Sun, John Lithgow. Yeah. Or as we call him, that guy uh, from Third Rock from the Sun. Or Garp. The world according to Garp. So, big ending. Uh, big ending. On uh, those two things. When you look at Elon Musk buying Twitter. Yeah. And how he's using Tesla stock at an incredibly high value as collateral for buying Twitter. Yep. And there's a good chance, and already it has, Tesla stock has dropped by a third in this whole negotiation. Uh, both of those stories are incredibly relevant to current events. And that's the right way to say it. If you Because if you own stock in one of these companies, or frankly, if you have money in a bank that's financing one of these deals, right. you should be a little bit scared. Yeah. And those are relevant. I just held on to my Tesla stock. Did you? Uh, I just I, dumped everything. No, I don't had any stock for anything but you know what uh, my brother calls me you know what's funny i'm a sore winner my brother calls me oh really because i was day trading it making you know 100 a day here 200 a day nice i like it um and then eventually i dumped it when he made the 420 remark oh yeah i do okay it goes down to 200 i made money i made my 500 600 dollars whatever it is had i just held on to whatever amount uh i had i would have quintupled my money I mean, I was going up and down. And in, in the end, I did double my money buying it at a different price point, uh, sold a bunch. Then it went up even further. Really? Uh, now it crashed back down. I sold it. I'm out because I, I can't handle the emotions of it. But if you want to take financial advice from Tom Kelly, I dumped out of the stock market two days ago. Everything I had is now up 6%. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. the happy ending is I shouldn't be mad. I need a, a conservator. 
Yes. Is, is Britney Spears' dad around? Yeah, he, he can be your money manager. Yeah, because I'm starting to think he wasn't that bad at that job. Well, uh, Tom, you convinced me that I actually sold all of my stock in Brent Spiner's career, uh, and I thank you for it because I think I realized that okay. it's, not, it's, it's not going up. You know what? Like, if uh, we're at the very end of the podcast, can I save the meanest thought? Oh, yeah, exactly. And then the, the, this is the moment where it determines that I, I won't tag Brent Spiner when I post the No, episode. then I'm not going to do it. No, no. Oh, no, do you no. Want, no, no, do you want me to or not? That's the question. Because I already said I sold no, my stock in his to... career, so I've decided that I can't tag him. I don't know, because I don't want to start a fight with a human being. No, I know. That's what I'm saying, person. is I can't. So you, but you can on say the other hand, want. I do have, like in all these fans, like Brent Spiner could do whatever kind of Star Trek he wants. And I'm like, no, yeah, I'm a fan. some asshole said he could read from the phone book. What an idiot. Just because yeah. he wanted him on his podcast and he yeah. didn't write back. Yeah, Captain's log, start eight four one seven three one nine two. We're you approaching. Say your we're thought? approaching City Alpha Five. <sighs> Lieutenant this, Commander. This Dan- is City Alpha Five. That's impressions for just time. You know what used to be a running bit on the Blackcast? I used to say it all the time when I would get worked up, and you would have appreciated it. <laughs> but I think it is in the era where you weren't listening. Yeah. Uh, where? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll finish that thought in a second. I used to say all the time when I get really worked up, and then I would be like yelling, sort of like that, and then I would say, "Don't wait for the translation," because I and but, I had to explain it. And actually, Will, who I mentioned earlier, years later was watching Star Trek Six, and he's like, "That's where that comes from." I'm like, "Yes." No, I, but but it also comes from I believe it's Khrushchev or the Russian ambassador to the UN. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the same one where someone banged their shoe on a table. Yeah, I think it might be. But it's it's in Star Trek VI is, is why I say it. And then that brings me full circle to you having listened to the Black Cast at one point earlier in its run, in its incarnation. And we did talk about the fact that Liev used to talk about how his cousin was hot. And yeah, I did, oh. And I texted him. And I asked, Is she I, still hot? I, I got an answer uh, after we were done recording, and unfortunately, his cousin is no longer hot. But Liev fans, he still would. So I think that that's an important part. Now, if now, you want to follow with your mean thought, you can. Or we can, can I go back and? Just, well, I think we're close to the end. Oh yeah, we are very close to the end. Or actually, or if. Uh, but, if look, there's you're a guy real... up in the bird's nest that just yelled iceberg. So I think we're pretty close. So. Here's the, and here is the, let me bring you the rest of the way to the iceberg. I would feel guilty tagging Brent Spiner had I said the meaner thoughts that were in my head, which there are, Mr. Spiner, bring me in as a script consultant if you're going to do this, okay? Let me, let me save this for you, okay? They already shot it. Season three. Well, then let me bring me into the edit room yeah, and right. we'll put now the pieces talking, together, yeah. okay? We can, we can do some ADR. We can fix your performance. Yeah, yeah. all right. Or cut you out altogether. <laughs> um, but my, my, I would feel guilty about tagging Brent Spiner. Yep. And I think I'd feel slightly guiltier tagging Liev's formerly hot cousin. Yeah, but I don't know how. I don't know her name. I can't tag her. I could tag him, but then he would untag himself. That's I what feel he like does. He sent a picture once. He showed me once. I think. I think he might have, but I don't remember. Like that would have been. That's like almost ten years ago now. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like if yeah. I we do you think we have listened six no, hours? No, I can show? get a hold of him. It's just no, you know, not while we're recording. But, but it's just like I feel like when Liev showed me a picture of his hot cousin, yeah. I would date her. Yeah, she's not. But your I wouldn't cousin, necessarily so date wrong. her if she would. But I don't think it's worth risking a kid with potential birth defects. 
Like I don't think the ins- like I don't think it was worth that. So wait a minute. What you were gonna say about Brent Spiner was worse than that? <laughs> yeah, she was hot, but not worth risking. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's fine. I think she'd even agree. That this level of consensual incest. I I know he would. Oh, I think I just got the name for your podcast. Consensual incest. I am not naming it that. That could be the unofficial title. And you know what? If people want to tweet at Tom Kelly show, consensual incest, you might need to uh, untag yourself. I will not hit like. I will not hit retweet. Yeah. And you will will not get a no prize. You will get no, no prize at that time. By the way, that's a band that Putin hated. Them and Pussy Riot, right? Was no prize and Pussy Riot. No, consensual consensual incest incest, and Pussy Riot. Uh, Yeah, I think probably uh, both of those. Uh, But Would you like a sound effect to close on? Sure. Uh, I but could I give you it. a time's up buzz. Go ahead. That's in there. Of, we're out of time. Tom, tell people about the Tom Kelly Show, what it is and where they can So find the it. Tom Kelly Show podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is available on all of your favorite podcast apps uh, and also available at podcast.tomkellyshow.com. Uh, if you're a YouTube person who likes to watch the show, well, you can watch it there. And I'm across the board on social media as Tom Kelly Show. Please show love where love can be shown. Thank you, Christian. Back to you. Happy to uh, get the plugs in there. And of course, please subscribe to the Black Cats, the audio version of which this is, and uh, the YouTube channel at B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. You will get most episodes of the Black Cast have a visual element, but some don't, like this one. And you'll get our other shows. Biden time, you will also get Marvel Movie Talk, our Star Trek Picard after show, and, of course, uh, sometimes we were covering Strange New Worlds, but not every week. Um, that is all the time we have for now. But we will see you next time on... Senti Alpha 5! Don't wait for the translation! The Blackcast. These three words mean you're getting busy. Whoop, it is Hitman. Shani, do you know where I can find some booty? Life. A fair chance. This is Seti Alpha 5.